What is up, ladies and gentle nerds? It's your boy Graham, also known as Hamhawks42 on the internet. And today's episode is brought to you by Redundant Technology. If it wasn't for that, well, I certainly wouldn't be talking to you right now. As I'm recording this, my PC is actually completely and totally on the fritz, which is why, uh, if you're usually watching this on YouTube, you'll notice that this uh, this episode is actually not available in video right away, uh, because my traditional setup is just completely and totally hosed. And in the current state of lockdown, again, as I'm recording this, which is on um, in March of 2020, as I'm recording this, uh, everything is on lockdown. Uh, we have the COVID-19 quarantine in effect. And so I really, really hope that UPS or DHL or some parcel carrier that can send a replacement computer to my, uh, to my home is considered an essential service. But we shall see. If not, this is the audio quality you can expect for the near future. Thank you for your patience. I love you all dearly. All right. So it is episode number 50. So thank you so much for, for being here for this auspicious occasion. And like always, we are going to look at a random magic card on Gatherer. All right. So today, what I've pulled up is Demolish. It is a sorcery for three generic and one red with the text, destroy target artifact or land. And the image that we're looking at for this one, it is the 10th edition printing, and it's showing a dwarf bringing a mallet down really violently on um, some kind of artifact that is just getting smashed to smithereens to the point where it's difficult to identify what the heck it was. Um, it looks like it was perhaps a stein. I'm guessing that based off the fact that uh, it looks like he smashed the very top of the stein and it has even sent the lid shattering. Uh, what a stein would do to uh, create, make a dwarf so mad as to smash it, I'm not exactly sure. Because I was pretty sure dwarves really dug steins. I could be wrong, though. Um, maybe that's me being, you know, being being um, very human-centric uh, for to, to think of such a thing. Uh, yeah, I don't know. So anyway, so Destroy Target Artifact and Land, Sorcery for 4, and it has the flavor text... Pound the steel until it fits. Doesn't work. Bash to bits. Dwarven forging song. Oh, that makes sense. Okay, so this dwarf was trying to make a stein. It didn't turn out well. And so, <laughs> rather than simply melt it down and try again, uh, he decided to take an, a mallet to it and smash the crap out of it first. You know what? As somebody who understands the frustration of not being able to execute on your job quite as well as you want, um, whatever that may be. I know I've had a number of different um, projects throughout my life. Actually, the very first thing I think of uh, with this appropriately is um, many, many years ago, I think this might be the weirdest tangent that we've gone on yet, but, well, here we go. It's uh, it's number 50, so let's, let's make it happen. The, um, the first thing that this makes me think of is a class that I took in high school. Um, I actually did where where I live in uh, in Michigan. Uh, there was a a place called the Votech Center where they did vocational training based on different trades. Um, you know, and I actually went. I took a year of welding because uh, for a minute there, I thought I wanted to work with metal until I realized that I have uh, very, very soft, uh, fleshy nerd hands, and I realized, oh, mm, nope, that's not for me. So, but anyway, I took a year of this welding course, and man, I got to tell you, when you're trying to do um, arc welding with a what is it, a ten sixty 
stick. Anyway, I'm or ninety t- a ninety ten, I think it is. Anyway, so yeah, for all my welding nerds out there, yeah, when I was trying to do uh, arc welding with a ninety ten stick, man, there were so many times when it would get stuck, and I just found myself just wanting to just smash these two little pieces of scrap metal that I was trying to stick together. It was so frustrating, but in any event. So that's what this reminds me of. It's, uh, yeah, and when you're working on something that is hot, like molten metal, and you're trying to shape it into something, when you're trying to create something physical, not getting it right is incredibly frustrating. So I can see where this dwarf's coming from. And I gotta say, being able to just set your work down and just smash it with a hammer sounds kind of therapeutic. So, okay, I get it. I can appreciate exactly where these guys are coming from. Yeah, the art is by uh, Gary Riddell, and uh, it really, it really, uh, well, he has painted a very evocative picture here. It definitely fits. It's fun. You get to see a little bit about this dwarf's personality and the fact that they have a song. The fact that dwarf well, for one, dwarves have forging songs. That's just really cool. You know, oh, you might have drinking songs. You might have, uh, you know, songs at parties. You might have dance songs. No, they have forging songs. They do so much forging that they have songs about it. I think that's really cool. And it makes sense. You know, every time that you see dwarves depicted, you know, there are a handful of things that they do. One of them is forge stuff. So it kind of makes sense. They forge stuff. They march off to battle. They drink. And so here we have a per. you know, here we have a dwarf who, who is going to battle uh, because he couldn't forge a proper drinking vessel. This is just on brand. This is like, this is a dwarf. Like, this is a dwarf's dwarf right here. I like it. Yeah. So the card itself, the real fun part about the card is definitely the flavor. It's it, it really it, it gets you there. It, it's cool. Now the card itself, destroy target artifact and land for four. That that effect is actually not bad. When you look at cards like Stone Rain that are destroy target land for three, like okay, that's about right. That's about what you'd expect for that. And then you see cards like Shatter, which is destroy target artifact for two. Granted, Shatter has become almost completely obsolete over the years. Um, special thanks to cards like Vandal Blast and Shattering Spree. So good old-fashioned Shatter isn't really worth as much these days, which I think is a shame because I have a bunch of them and I actually really think it's a cool card. Shatter, by the way, is one red, one generic, destroy target artifact at instant speed. So it's kind of like a naturalize, except it's in red and you can only hit, or disenchant for that matter, if you prefer the white uh, variant. It's very similar to that, but it can only target artifacts and can't touch enchantments. But given the fact that red doesn't have a whole lot of non-damage-based targeted removal, that kind of makes sense, and it, it, it works. And actually, now that I'm thinking about it, the fact that red destroys artifacts makes a lot of sense, because the the color that supports artifacts the best is one of red's biggest enemies in blue well i mean they're they are enemies on the color pie or on the on the color wheel um yeah so that's kind of that's kind of interesting in any event destroy target artifact or land for four sorcery speed yeah this is this was definitely printed at common and actually it looks like they downshifted for 10th edition to dump bump it down to common um but yeah i mean it looks like you take a shatter and a stone rain make it sorcery speed that's about what you get. It is splashable, though, so that's kind of cool. The fact that it's three generic and one red means that if you were uh, drafting, this is something that you might want to grab if it's um, alongside um, alongside cards that are like, a particularly good threat at, you know, artifacts that are uh, rather threatening. So, yeah. So that's kind of, I don't know, it's kind of fun. It looks like this was originally printed in 8th edition as an uncommon 
uh, it was also in, or no, sorry, it looks like it was originally printed in Odyssey at Uncommon. Then 8th and 9th edition also was Uncommon, but then when they hit 10th, they shifted it down to Common, which, that makes sense. Um, I can't speak well enough, you know, I don't know enough about what was going on in 10th edition, but, I mean, this looks like solid, it's a solid draftable, um, solid draftable card. Because absolute worst case scenario, see, okay, so if you were to draft something like Shatter, where that can only destroy an artifact, it's only going to be valuable if your opponent drafted some kind of threatening artifact. Well, or any artifact at all, actually. But there's a pretty good chance that your opponent won't have any artifacts down, especially in a core set, because I don't know core set 10 very well, but generally speaking, core sets only have a handful of uh, like utility artifacts, or at least that's been the case with all the core sets I've known. Um, there have been, like, sometimes you have, um, you have bombs like Ensnaring Bridge and that kind of thing from time to time, but in a lot of cases, the artifacts are kind of small utility pieces. So you can probably get some value out of that, but like uh, drafting a normal Shatter, there's a really good chance it's going to be a dead draw in a limited environment. Meanwhile, Demolish will never be a dead draw, ever, because your opponent will definitely have lands. They may have, you know, an uncommon like mana fixing land, in which case that'd be pretty great. Yeah, this, if you're going up against somebody who has decided to go three colors could really set it can help you very very much so if they have a bomb artifact then you have that option if they have color fixing land when you hit turn four and you're able to actually deploy this thing you could just blow up whatever the one land is that they have that produces you know the if they have any only one land that produces a specific color target that and you have an opportunity to potentially set your opponent back a couple of turns um you know, if they have a good poker face, you're not going to know if it was successful or not, because you're not going to be, in most cases, you're not going to know if it was successful or not, but, uh, all the same, like, that could be really valuable, like, you, that could really work, so, you know, it's one of those things, in a limited environment, I'm probably going to grab this, you know, it co costing four and only having the option to cast it at sorcery speed is fairly limiting, so I'm definitely not going to be building anything constructed with it, because there are better options. If I'm going up against artifacts, or if I'm specifically wanting to destroy artifacts, I'd actually prefer just a re regular shatter, because it costs half as much, and I can do it at an instant speed. So, that's generally good. Also, it can go on an Isochron Scepter if you're going up against an artifact-heavy deck, which is kind of fun. Yeah, you can use an artifact to repeatedly blow up their artifacts, which is kind of... Eh, I don't know, that's neat. I like it. It feels very red to do that. But, uh, yeah, in, in a limited environment... You know, this isn't, it's probably not pack one, pick one, unless that first pack is really real trash, but I don't know, pick four or five, this was, this is a real contender. I'm really going to think about this. Yeah, because you have an opportunity to really hate on a couple of different situations. So that's the thing. You have a relatively high CMC and you're limited when you can spend it. So the fact that it's at sorcery speed is a real downside. However, this card has just enough utility, just enough in the way of um, options. It, it gives you just enough to be valuable, like just enough to be to be solid potentially, depending on what other four drops you're running. This is one of those I'd probably draft one or two of them, but probably only one would actually end up in the final deck. Is kind of my thought, depending on what else is going on. Of course, if I don't have any other four drops worth half a damn, I might I might put two in there, but. 
yeah, that's that's my thought there. Um, take that for what it's worth, though. I'm definitely more of a constructed guy than a limited guy, but I can tell, for the most part, I can tell a decent limited card when I see one. Or at the very least, I can sure make it sound like I can. All right, guys, thanks so much for hanging out. I appreciate that. Uh, apologies for any audio quality issues. I am recording this on my phone rather than the fancy schmancy headset I usually use. Um, because, like I mentioned at the top, my PC is currently on the fritz. So I am working on replacing it. Um, I was actually working on replacing it anyway. It's just that my timeline for that has bumped up a bit. So, all right, guys, thank you so much for hanging out. It's been a pleasure. Episode 50, and I'm looking forward to many, many more. Alright guys, this has been Demolished, 10th edition, episode 50. Oh, plugs, that's the thing that I always forget at this time. I always, You ever get those moments when you're like, man, I, I'm forgetting something. I know I'm forgetting something. There's something important I'm supposed to do or say. What is that one thing? And it usually happens when I'm on the phone or um, when I finally talk to my wife after a couple of hours of you know doing something else. And it's like, oh, there's something I was supposed to tell you about. Yeah, I'm having that moment right now because there's something I'm supposed to tell you guys about. But I just remembered what it is. I stream over on Twitch, twitch.tv slash hamhocks42, um, and as I'm recording this, it's actually been the one day that I missed a, a, a scheduled stream, the first time in a long time, uh, but fortunately, I was able to reach out to all of my uh, all my viewers, all my regulars, and, and my friends through Discord. I do have a Discord server as well. The link to that is in the description. So please don't hesitate to jump on out there. Join the conversation. We are going to have a lot of fun. And uh, I'm going to be getting my stream back up and running. So you will see me tomorrow. Again, as I'm recording this. So when I say tomorrow, what I mean is actually March 25th, 2020. When you hear tomorrow, you might be thinking, oh, dude, this is the year 2030. What are you talking about? In which case, dude, thank you so much for digging through the archives. Isn't it awesome how the crazy media empire that I've built all started from this weird uh, little MTG podcast that I started on my phone. I know, right? Being able to see the future is freaking crazy. Or being able to listen into the past. It's freaking nuts. All right. Thank you so much. I love all of you. You're great. Um, And I will catch you next time.